0: The following podcast discusses alternative sexual practices in loving and detailed terms, and as such may not be appropriate for young children, those who don't have a pair of headphones, or approximately 35% of the French voting public. Listener discretion is advised. For Harry Frome Companion, a podcast of wholesome kink and perverted knitting, I'm Sir Arcane. I'm Lansing Mike. Bit of sad news in the world of fisting, mm-hmm. there is one less pure top in the world now. Me. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, oh god, did someone die? I said, oh shit. No. No. it's that last week, I uh, met up with the fisting enthusiast that I know about an hour outside of Lansing mm-hmm. that I've talked about before. It was back in February that I got to play with them last. And so, yeah, end of April, get to go back over and, and was able to get my hands into both of them and mm-hmm. very nearly um got one of their hands in me. Um, almost. Like how are
1: they hands-wise? Are they like, you know, normal... You know, male hands. Or, I mean, some people have smaller hands than others.
0: Well, yeah. No, I have quite small hands. Okay. I I wear a woman's wedding ring, okay, um, size seven and a half, which is pretty small for uh, men's hands. You know, they were about average. I okay. mean, their their hands were bigger than mine, but they weren't. You know, mitts. Mm-hmm. Um, and no, I learned good relaxation technique, and I could feel my I could feel my asshole relaxing. Mm-hmm around his hands and around the toys that he used and felt myself opening up with each deep breath. And so I'm looking forward to doing it again. And yeah, and yeah I, I think my goal that, that I tweeted out is that I want to be able to flag Red Right honestly by uh, Labor Day. Mm-hmm. So that that's this summer's mm-hmm. project is... Uh, uh, expanding my anal horizons, <laughs> and I I learned quite a bit, and I think that I I will be a much better top even if that's the only session I got to have with them. And
1: um, well, I think that's you know the importance of switching is being able to see you know activity from both sides, so you have a bit more of an idea of you know if you're giving what it is you're giving. And yes.
0: And yeah, it's
1: uh, so always my joke that yeah, the best
0: blowjobs come from guys because <laughs> they know what it feels yeah. like Yeah, yeah, that that's yeah, that's the old joke women can't give a good blowjob because they don't know what it feels like mm. Which Yeah, it's a
1: joke because yeah. I'm sure there's some women who are exceptionally oh, oh, I, talented. I, I am just as there there's are... men who Can you know? Are oh, quite... yeah, no, I, I've yeah.
0: had I've had really bad blowjobs in the past and you know points for eager but yeah, yeah. Uh, too too much teeth, too much scraping, not not what I was uh, into that day.
1: Uh, yeah, same thing with kissing. It's like you know, I some people whose kisses I'm just like,
0: mm, not my not my taste. Yeah, so so yeah, so that's what I did. Um, Instead of going to CLAW in
1: Cleveland. What I did was I went to PanguCon, which uh-huh. is a science fiction yeah. slash techie open source Linux convention. Um, it was uh, it was fun like and, well, also kinky because they have an after-hours set of programming and things mm-hmm. about Rope 101. Uh, there was one about a decorative harness. Uh, this year I didn't go to a lot of the programming. I was more social. And okay. I just think just burned out of, like, going and you know basically each you know panel is kind of like a class you sit down I take notes I learn something and I think it was just like okay I don't feel like doing this for you know all day and evening which I kind of do also when they have that late night programming other cons I'm used to kind of finish the program around six or so Mm -hmm. so it's only like you know even if you're hardcore about it it's just you know nine to five-ish or ten to six-ish um no this one would go on till midnight so it's like I kind of want to do other things (sighs) yeah um there's one that I was curious about. It was called Rough Stuff and it was, uh, Pup Play 101. And I was excited about seeing that and seeing what they would say about it. Uh, that got canceled. So I went to a panel on Primal instead. And, uh, yeah, they just some people who said they're into Primal and, you know, each person, it was, it basically came down to, well, it's whatever you think it is for yourself.
0: That's less than helpful.
1: Well, each person has their own. Well, except now that I know it's like, you know, there's no set. I was kind of curious. It's like, is there a book on Primal? Like, you know, there's a couple books on pup play. Right. You know, there's books on, you know, most things. Uh, some books on flogging. Whatever act you're into or community, there's probably a book on it. Well, I didn't get around to asking that. Uh, I didn't feel like there was one or maybe any, like, uh, experts on it. Maybe there are. But, um, yeah, their idea, you know, the, the presenter's idea of Primal... You know, the joke was, well, it's about growling and biting. Um, that's why I went into going, going into it thinking, um, yeah, it's kind of can be that, but it's also uh, into chasing. You see somebody run by you, you chase it. That was the, the presenter. That was his thing. It's like he sees someone running or someone running from him. He feels obligated to chase. And so it just seems bit, tapping into something maybe a bit more animalistic, a bit more primal. Yep. Yeah. So that, I went to that, and it was it was okay. Um, uh the other interesting kink thing was uh someone had a room uh, again, big room party culture. Mm-hmm. uh people open their doors, you wander in, wander out of these room parties. they have usually a bar set up, sometimes dance floors um the uh there was one room party that was more private uh the door was closed. um it wasn't that it was a really horrible kept secret. um I think the hostess wanted people to come uh because they're like a little you know signs saying, hey. Looking for a you know secret room party? Check out this door. <laughs> um, and I heard about it from a couple sources. Right. Um, I guess in the past, uh, this party came up when she got a room that had a hot tub or no, one of the jacuzzi rooms. Mm-hmm. So she had an after hours party, and you know the parties tend to go on until about two. And uh, like you do. And uh, well, I I don't know if the hotel forces you to stop serving alcohol at two. Um, you're not technically selling it; you're just supplying it, but. I know a lot. That seems to be a natural time for many parties to kind of start winding down. Um, so hers was kind of starting up when they was went down. Um, you go to it, you knock on the door, and the person who answers it says, "Do you consent to you know view nudity?" And it's like, if you do, then you're allowed in. Um, and I think that was supposed to be the you know the hope. Um, she didn't have a room with the jacuzzi this time, so it just kind of felt yeah. awkward about people taking off their clothes. It's like, and it, and I think she was hoping it would turn into an orgy but it never quite got there. Uh one oh, super drunk guy uh did take off his pants. Um the 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 gaze I was with uh commented favorably on him from the front and disfavorably from behind. He, he had an okay ass, but it wasn't it wasn't great, but his, you know, cock and balls were nice. Um he you need to do more squats. He wandered around a little bit pantsless, but he was also really drunk. Um and then uh when the hostess was like concerned about how drunk he was. Um, I think he got the idea and put his pants back on and left. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, she was pretty much ruling that party with an iron fist. She didn't want people to get messily drunk, which, unfortunately, they did. And then she was like, uh-uh. It's like, the next person I see who's, like, really wasted, they can leave this party before they mess up the floor <laughs> like someone else did. <sighs> um. And, you know, so actually it was funny because for such a kind of a wild, debauched time, she was pretty good about patrolling and making sure no one was really, and I think also for a party like that, yeah, she was, I think, trying to make sure no one was so drunk that they couldn't, you know, consent, that no one was taking advantage of some drunk person passed out. I think that was a big thing she was doing, too. Um, a lot of guys took off their shirts, uh, but that's about as far as it went. Um, I think the hostess showed her boobies, um... And, uh, but then it was eclipsed because a guest was then playing with her boobies, and so I was like, "Okay, I'm this is not turning into an orgy." <laughs> and I stuck around there for a couple hours and was like, sleep would be a good thing. I'm just not feeling this party's going to go that way. You know, points for giving it a couple hours, though. Oh well, I was hanging out with well, I was hanging out with someone who I wanted to make out with, and we thought this would be a good place to do it uh, because we didn't have
0: a room to ourselves. But it's like, hey, if this turns into an orgy, fair enough. Well course if i was there i would have been the kind of person who wouldn't have waited for the orgy to get going to start making out with the cute guy i would have made out with the cute guy in an effort to make it more of an orgy but that's me yes and i'm very different than you (laughs) oh
1: so uh, that was Pangalcon pretty much in a nutshell, so that's how why I miss Claw. But it sounds like we have a couple of reports of uh, people who did yeah, go to Claw. We
0: we do have a couple of reports from, from people who attended uh Claw um and I, I'm bouncing back and forth between them. The Sling Bear had two different reports um from Claw, one that included all of the sex uh, that he had and one that has had everything else that he did uh at clock. And I'm not logged in enough on my phone to be able to see uh hit the, the sex stuff that he did. Oh. Um but I do recall that at one of it was either at the parties or maybe it was at the play space that was set up in the host hotel mm-hmm. they had uh different theme rooms. Uh, there was a room for Littles, there mm-hmm. was a room for uh medical play there was a room for uh, flogging, and there was a tiled room with a drain in it for whatever you wanted to do in there um so it yeah, had a had so yeah, he he did not take advantage of the theme rooms mm-hmm. um but he did uh report that those were there and uh, um yeah. Uh, looking over here, he got in, so that from the non-sex version, I'm just trying to scan through here, uh, because it makes her for wonderful writing, but on the radio can end up a little dry, uh, he volunteered, uh, there to help, uh, defray the cost, mm-hmm. um, he ended up working at the badge printing station, um. Because he knows computers. And so they stuck him in front of a computer to help print all of the badges. And he did that for about four hours and enjoyed some pizza. Uh, where we? uh, grabbed dinner. Pizzas they bought, brought in from outside afterwards at the Volunteer Cave before heading out to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Uh, Claw uh, rented out the entire museum for the evening. Uh, so, we got to wander around and tour the exhibits. I elected not to avail myself of the karaoke stage or the cat bar. Cat bar? I don't know. I Maybe it's a typo. Cash bar? Maybe. He, he, he might have typed this up on his phone, but... Mm-hmm. This was a funny... Little cat thing. bar sounds like a cool yeah. thing. Yeah, uh, ca- I hope it's a thing,
1: but probably cash bar. I imagine they had a bar it uh, up. in
0: Yeah, I've heard of cat cafes, and I, I mm-hmm. can see hep cats, but yeah, at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, yeah, probably cash bar. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Friday, woke up with plenty of time to grab a hot breakfast Scrambled eggs, turkey, sausage, and bagel toppers, which seem to be toasted bagels with a little bit of scrambled egg, crumbled bacon, and a whole lot of cheese. Uh, before heading down for the second volunteer shift, at registration again, help reset up the computer, get logged in, and uh, the badge printing station uh, to get everything up and running. Uh, he was out there by noon, but his... Uh, replacement arrived early, so he got out of there mm-hmm. half hour early. Went to the vendor floor. Well, floors. Took up half of the 6th and about a quarter of the 7th floor. Opened at noon. Wandered through, browsing which vendors were there and what I might want to get. Said hello to some of the sales folk I knew from IML's past. Didn't buy anything this time. Uh, grabbed a quick lunch before heading out to the pool party. Pool was a little on the chilly side, but the large hot tub was n- nearby in a wonderful contrast. Mm-hmm. When I had enough uh, of the pool, hot tub, and people all told... Oop, got to turn that down. Uh, all told about four hours, head back to the hotel for more pizza. Seems to be a theme. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's he's big on pizza. As one <laughs> should be. Pizza's great. Yeah. he uh, uh, He will often tweet... Um, that he's going out to a local pizza buffet uh, from work, and
1: so this is also yeah. pizza supplied because um, he was volunteering. Yes, or, oh. yeah, because he oh, so it sounds like they te-
0: uh, treat the volunteers pretty well at Claw. They do treat the Good. volunteers very well. I mean, in addition to effectively making twenty dollars an hour, mm. um, yeah, they feed you, and well, that's they, from how many hours you have to work to get your like membership reimbursed. Yes, or, okay, yeah, that it. Yeah, if you work. Yeah, because it's one hundred and seventy five dollars for claw registration, or at least it was this year, and eight hours of volunteering will get will fully pay for it. Okay, Um, they'll hold like seventy five dollars on your credit card, but yeah, eight hour two volunteer shifts will will pay for Mm. the whole thing. Um, And there were a select few slots of super volunteer where you could do four shifts mm. and they would even pay for your hotel room mm. and i know somebody who was able to get in on one of those um i don't i think that is like special scholarship mm. um that you, you have to qualify for that that you, not just anybody can do that but uh that but standard yeah. volunteering is pretty much open to like uh, yeah. First come, first, first come, serve. First come, okay. first serve as long as they've got slots. And I know that um they were looking for more that they had open volunteer slots at least for uh puppy coffee service mm-hmm. um the week of. Mm-hmm. So um while it, it's good to register early to get the, the slots that you want, there is a possibility for those who,
1: even if you're late getting y- even it. if okay. you're late
0: getting in. Uh, going back to the report, uh, swung by the claw virgin party, um, which was more of a birds of a feather session. Here's what's going on. Here's how you get around. Here's where the educational workshops are. Here where the, here's where all the official parties are kind of thing. This happening late on de facto day two, instead of late on day one or early on the, or early on day two, it's an oddity in my opinion, but I'm not the one who ran the event, so whatever. Uh, went to an off-site event afterwards at one of the uh, bathhouse naked pool parties. Mm-hmm. Woohoo! Okay, so the yeah. pool party you went to earlier in the hotel was not naked. No. Okay. No. The, um, yeah, due to, uh, I think, both Ohio law and the fact that there was a lot of windows uh, uh, around the pool area. Could not be naked in the hotel pool, okay. according to my reports. But that they uh, they worked out naked pool parties with uh, Flex Bathhouse, okay. and there were a couple of those. Um, Saturday slept in until almost eight forty-five a.m. Which, yeah, for Claude, that's that sleeping in. Uh, got dressed, more breakfast. Shower, shave, uh, the four S's, headed back to the Vendor Mart where I schmoozed and wandered around a bit more. Uh, going to a workshop on erogenous zones that weren't the genitals. Hmm. Like, like, I should have asked him about that yesterday. What were some other good places to touch people? That oh, makes probably feel nipples
1: good? are a major one. Uh, right. Neck, I think a lot of people have necks. There's some people ear, like, you know, kind of rubbing behind the ear. Uh, back of the neck for scratching. I know, you know, several people who kind of melt at that one. Uh, yeah, I, I said, well, I guess the genitals are a Raj's zone, but mm-hmm. I because they're just such the obvious one, I don't even include them. I think other zones. Yeah. Some people, it's feet, back of knees, yeah.
0: uh, and ass, you know? Of course. Sex is, or at least should be, more than just the primary or even and secondary uh, sex organs. And the workshop was talking about the... Uh, things that you might consider. We ended about 10 minutes early for some hands-on and clothes-on experimentation. Mm. Uh, afternoon, headed to the pool party again, got there early to help with setup, So when the doors were open by three, we were ready to collect ID and waivers and hand out locker keys. Uh, we, we got the first couple of dozen through more quickly that day than yesterday. Then I got my and tel- locker assignment and went to change and have some fun. Oh so this again was at like one of the yes. off site okay. Yes. Um only lasted a couple of hours that afternoon before heading back to the hotel. Um was chatting with some of the friends outside the hotel was noted that was going to head off for dinner at on restaurant alley and they invited me to join them. I accepted, drove there and had a wonderful bit at uh at Michael Simon's restaurant, hmm. uh, he was one of the Iron Chefs. He has a restaurant in Detroit called Roast that oh, is yes, really, really I've good. I've been there; it was very tasty, very, uh, very foofy. Yes,
1: good uh, place to have a date. Take you because yeah. you'll get really good food, and you won't have to pay.
0: Yeah, and if your date can afford it, wow, it's like yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and ate way too much. Enjoyed a bit of a friend's room party, but finally had to crash out um, at 11 o'clock. Woke up at 3 a.m. and again at 5 a.m. and 6 a.m. from a bad case of hotel bed syndrome. Don't you just love that when you can't sleep in a hotel bed? It never happens to me on the uh, the second night. Sometimes the first night, but then I'm used to it. So, yeah, it's a first night thing for me. On the last day, Sunday, he did finally buy a few things at the Vendor Mart, Mm -hmm. Um, a couple of uh, plugs from Square Peg Toys, Mm -hmm. Uh, the extra small and the small, and got to gently insert one of them into him uh, at DBC, which we still need to talk about. (laughs) Because we're doing this chronologically. Yeah, we're doing this chronologically. Stuck around for the kinky cabaret event, Broadway bound and gagged. Several mm. performers put on a cabaret show, combining live singing, ad- ad-libbing, lip-syncing, and dancing. Ended around 1130, said good before heading back to the hotel, set stuff out to be packed, didn't actually get the suitcase open before collapsing on the bed, mm. and then Monday was the drive back. Sounds like it was rather full. And uh, Mm -hmm. got another report as Mm -hmm. well from our porn star listener, Derek Gage, that we gave the shout out to last week. Uh, He says, first, let me state that Claw marks a year as an erotic dancer for me. So I was ecstatic to get to go-go at the three parties for the mean bull. Registration was really smooth this year got in and out in a few minutes whereas last year i think i was there for about an hour yeah registration was a real bottleneck which
1: always seems to be a thing that a lot of cons or events have trouble with i mean you know yeah people are yeah i can understand it's a focused a lot of people are showing up and mm-hmm. you know if you have a system that doesn't work it's going to come through in registration yeah but you would think that yeah it'd be something that I don't know, sometimes you change systems or that, and that can be trouble. I just despair over the groups or the events that consistently, year after year, keep having horrible registration experiences because, like, are you not learning anything?
0: Or maybe they're trying new stuff and it's failing, but ask around. Some places it works. Well, it sounds like they, they got registration yeah. worked out this year. Um, immediately, I fell right back in with friends. The sense of community is much stronger the second year around. First day was spent catching up and then going for a big bowl of pho uh, before returning to the hotel and get ready for the men at work party. There was some confusion when we got to the mean bowl party started late, but I was able to talk with a few people working the party, including the drag queen they booked to perform in a bit with the live band. By the time the band started playing, crowd was decent, and I think, I think the late time drove some way, as the band was a punk band and the sound engineer could not figure out how to turn the input down on the loud sound drove a good amount of the patrons away oh dear yeah technical difficulties yeah and yeah punk shows can be hard to sound engineer if you're not used to doing punk night ended around 1:30 in the morning exhausted and sweaty i collapsed back at the hotel room alone Second day was all about exploring the kink side. First class up was the etiquette of hooking up online and at play parties hosted by NastyKinkPigs.com. For a class on etiquette, this was certainly not shy about the topic of sex. These boys knew their stuff, and I left feeling more confident about how to approach a play party or bathhouse situation. A few topics dis- uh, discussed mirrored our previous podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, I didn't get to go to any of the after-hours parties due to my dancing engagements. Met a very nice guy I talked to a a little longer than I should and was late to the puppy cookout. Uh, met uh, Met Drummer Boot Black 2017, Tip, while waiting in line for food. Then it was over to the bathhouse for a course on erotic boxing, ...taught by a founding member of Onyx New York. Okay. I thought, having recently started to box, that this would be right up my alley. I enjoyed hearing the man talk about his journey at developing this kink, but it failed to turn me on. It looks like my impact play does not transfer to boxing. I did get in on the demonstration at the end of class and get on the cross to be beaten... However, it left me more bewildered than anything else. After this, I went to the rubber social where I dropped my bag and shattered a bottle of lube. Got most of the stuff out of the bag before it soaked everything. Uh, Luckily, my friends were around and they helped me clean some of the mess and grab a new bag. Uh, the latex social, other than that, was a complete success. Columbus doesn't have a big latex following, so being with fellow rubber kingsters was a great feeling. Hey, come on up to Detroit for the next uh, quarterly rubber thing when, whenever we get a date for that. Columbus to Detroit isn't that far. Well, depends. Three hours. Yeah. Depends if you like to drive. Yeah. Uh, during this, I nipped over to the Mr. S. Leather Booth and bought a showtail from Pup Amp Ooh. of What's the Safe World. Oh. Uh, mean Bull, night two was much busier. That night's theme was Kinky Muscle Men. Found myself in wrapped in bondage tape and a cock sock and a smile. Uh, many men got to grope me that night. Slowly the bondage tape got tighter around the night and then started to unwind. And occasionally... The tape job unwrapped on the cock sock Partway through, I had to rush back to the changing room and put more tape on so as to not fully expose myself. The boys definitely got a good eye fall of my balls, at least. The end of the night, I waited for my compatriot. I got talking and trading jabs at the bartenders. Turns out every one of them were port actors hired by the venue. Hmm. More about the cute one I flirted with to follow. Mm-hmm. Uh, next day, I got up for my shift working as a model for Detroit Kink Factory. I'll have to look them up. A new business venture. I was moder- modeling a pair of backless underwear and leather scent. During this, hot boy selling raffle tickets bent me over a spanking bench and ate my hole like it he was starving. Uh, when I. Went to get up, I heard from him, I didn't say we were done. Mm -hmm. Shoved me back down and I was heaven for round two. Didn't even notice the group of men surrounding us. Much clapping followed Mm -hmm. the impromptu performance. Yay. Uh, While I modeled, I met one of my porn friends. Uh, Skip the name for privacy. Never got to meet him in person, but met through being on opposing gay rugby teams. Mutual Mm -hmm. friend... Uh, introduced us on Twitter. This is where the cute bartender comes in. Uh, His name is A, and he had a huge bulge in his modeling outfit. I thought it was a packer. Groped it, commented on it after he had me field again, realizing the boy is just that well hung. (laughs) Lucky him. Uh, There's a picture of the three of us and a few of just A. I believe he was flirting with me a few times that weekend. Yeah, go for it. Uh, Spent a little time wandering the vendor areas. Went to spin the wheel at the claw shop. Paid for three spins, plus the one free spin that comes with registration. Mm. I won a Mr. Friendly tee, three porno mags, a gift certificate to Torso in Columbus, so hey, good for him, and... A fully paid IML registration. Oh, nice. Yes. Still working out the logistics of that one, though. Do what you need to do to get to IML. It is an experience. Uh, Then I head off to Fleck for the bear pool party. A porn star was supposed to be there, but I didn't see him. uh, But did notice a few others on the DL. A porn actor I'd been flirting with on Scuff was there. I came up to him and commented on his tattoo. A quick jaunt upstairs led to a blowjob with his ass in the air. Well, I pounded him out while the crowd watching me made me even hornier. Boy's mm. a bit of an exhibitionist. One round furry ass breeding later, and I'm playing in the pool. I got cold in the pool, like you do, so I headed to the sauna for a nice warm-up and a mutual jack-off. Second load blown, I head for the shower, pop into the hot tub with friends for a soak, before heading off to dinner, and then night three dancing. Theme for the third night was superheroes versus supervillains. My sir is there hosting as Thor, mm-hmm. and very distracting. And the other hosts are title holders heading to IML. One dressed as a very sexy bearded Catwoman. Ooh, that that could be interesting, especially which incarnation. Of Catwoman. Cat. Come on, do you even have to ask? Um, <laughs> I I could maybe Julie Newmar, Michelle Pfeiffer would be downright kinky. I mean, that was that was vinyl. So, um. night was packed, and though I was exhausted, I danced about four hours straight as Superman, constantly downing Red Bulls to keep my energy up. Mean Bull was videoing the whole night, and I hope I can get. Uh, A copy of the videos so I can uh, remember the good times. Uh, Many good memories from the night, including condom balloons, flirting, uh, my master commanding me to dance my ass off for missing the gym all week. The next morning, I took my first yoga class, uh, and being late there, I have to be up front next to this very hot teacher and his pup. Hmm. Did I mention it was nude yoga? I'm definitely more interested in yoga. If only I could find a nude gay class in Columbus. Hope you're able to do that. I know there's one in Detroit. Well, at least there was. Yeah. I don't know. There, there's not to, one uh, in Lansing, unless we used, feel like starting one. I used to see it, um... No,
1: that's... Who has the time? Um, <laughs> the uh, the one in Detroit, yeah, it was always advertised in between the lines. So if it's still happening, there's probably an ad for it in between the lines.
0: You know, or, or maybe we could talk the... Uh, communist lesbian yoga studio I- into having a clothing optional class. Mm. They might go for it. Uh, leaving the hotel at the end of the event was like running a gauntlet of hugs and goodbyes. I look forward to what the next year brings as I grow more as a Leatherman and Kinkster. Signed, Derek Gage. No, cool. And, um, yeah, several uh, pictures on there, which, let's see if I can bring up on the phone. Oh, okay. They'll be lost on me because I don't have my
1: reading glasses on. so oh, I'll just see whatever. blurs. This, yeah, but... the I'm not going to make out <laughs> details. So it's a sadness. Uh,
0: well, then I will forward those <laughs> to you so that you can enjoy right. them I when just bring glasses you glasses. your reading glasses. I know. On. It's a
1: sadness. It's like, oh, uh-huh. I need, a, I need yeah. to have them on me at all times because you
0: never know when you need to make out details. Yeah. Um, there. Are, I did also hear... That there was one incident of non consensual biting. I heard there were several. I I heard several people who attended
1: had uh, or heard of issues where uh, the biting was one issue, Mm -hmm. but then there was some other stuff going on too. Uh, Basically, people not seeking consent before, uh, I think, uh, some photography, some just instance uh, touching, and then definitely the biting. I mean, the biting yeah. is extreme because yeah. that's, you know, that's an attack.
0: Yes. Um, now, for the photography. <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's like hitting
1: someone. You know, boxing,
0: non-consensual boxing is assault. <laughs> yes. Um, now, as for the photography, I know that there was a a sign at registration um, last year that said, by your being here, you consent oh, to be photographed. Oh, for the whole Actually, yeah. I think it may, I must be thinking of PenguinCon.
1: Because PenguinCon's thing on photography is you need to ask, if you're going to take a picture of someone, you need to ask them first. Um, Unless it's an area like certain room parties said Mm -hmm. by coming in, I think they had one that was like uh, kind of a steampunky party and was like corsets and something. And they said, by coming in this room, you're consenting to be photographed. So they made it so that people could take photographs in there without having to ask everyone. Because there was a lot of costuming. So I think that was that one. Um, Otherwise, though, it's just to kind of keep dirty old men from taking pictures of the women who are in, you know, basically body paint. Right. Which is like, oh, it's I want to take a picture of you. And it's like, just because she's dressed like that doesn't mean she wants, you know, strangers taking pictures.
0: Well, um... And likewise, dirty
1: old men like me wanted to take pictures of, uh... The cute boys. (laughs) Oh, and speaking of, uh, there was a word... I guess there's these models, of the Iraqi models who live in Detroit, the Zahar twins. Okay. Um, I uh, they were handing out um mutant monster energy drink pop because it's like oh it's a nerd convention. Okay, let and so these two beautiful men handing out. Well, um, one of them I saw on a you know one of the uh, uh, I think Grinder I saw. I'm mm-hmm. like wait is that? And then click on their Instagram and realize oh. I think I've heard about them. I think one's straight, one's gay, but they're just beautiful men who are models. And we're handing out pop that weekend, as models would do, I guess. (laughs) So I was like, oh, that was nice. Yeah, I was like, oh, I really want to just take a, you know, it's like, I want to take pictures of them. And it's like, I was too, well, like I said, I was too shy to go up there and ask. And I also was thinking, don't be creepy and just take a candid
0: shot of them handing out pop. That's weird. At at the very least, Hap take a uh, pop from them and say, oh, I, did. I love your Instagram. <laughs> uh, no, because
1: that also felt weirdly creepy because they okay. weren't there as, you know,
0: unclothed models. They are there simply giving out, you know, pop. Fair, fair enough. Um, I do have to say, even with the uh, unfortunate non-consensual um, biting, biting and groping and other things, mm. that the management of CLAW is aware of it and they are discussing what the next out, steps are to make what policies will be yeah
1: and i think that's you know that's how it works i mean even with Pengucon, uh, i guess Pengucon is quite known for having anti-harassment anti you know oh well, no uh, pro-consent anti-harassment they have posters up talking about what consent is um you know they these are just things that you know they've worked with and you know trying to make it as inclusive an event as possible which Send some people into tizzies because I know one longtime attendee to PenguinCon made a very angsty blog post about this isn't my event anymore. It's and uh, just seemed to think that inclusivity was attacking them, and uh, you know, and from the the tone of the, I'm I, I getting a feeling that they are definitely. Um, Let's just say I think I know exactly who they voted for in the last election based on how they titled their uh, their rant. Um, and let's leave it at that. <laughs> but the thing was, um, it wasn't that ranty. It was just more like, "Oh, this mm-hmm. is so sad." And it's like, yes, a sad white guy feeling that, saying that you need to take ask permission before taking a picture of someone in body paint is harsh in your buzz. And it's like, oh, but you know, it's like fair enough. That's his, you know, that's his take on it, and you know. And, but then you're also free not to keep coming back. You know, it's, it, this is the needs of the many outweighing the needs of, you know, the one or two in this case. Yeah. It's like, if, yeah. But so that was, yeah, that's a very interesting point and topic. But it, it's good to see Claw is at least aware of it. And, you know, that's what you do. As, a, you know, well, that's, that's trouble. A lot of conventions and groups were not doing this. Right, like they'd be consistently, I mean, some sci-fi cons. I think there is such thing about consent with sci-fi cons is for years it's been, and there's like these known authors and agents and people in the industry who are just horrible people who would like, you know, attack women in the elevators. It's like, hey, I'm somebody, you're here, oh. or you're dressed provocatively. And, you know, that's horrible. But then when the con itself is like, well, boys will be boys, or he's very important. It's like no, 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 no. And you know, this was for decades kind of standard operating procedures, and they're like, nope, we're and we're not allowing that anymore. Um, so yeah, so it's cool that yeah, I mean, there's always going to be incidents, and it's how the organization deals with those incidents, which I think is the important thing. Yes. Now, if that instance happen, it's going to happen. People are there having fun. Like I said, some people will see the level of consent changing um because you know of the nature of the event it tends to be very sexualized and fun Mm -hmm. um and you know so
0: yeah things are going to happen so and to all our listeners i i do recommend claw um i am going to I am really myth that I didn't get to go this year. I am definitely gonna go next year. I, I know next year volunteer. Next year PenguCon's been shifted oh, from its cool. normal
1: week. It's much, I think, earlier than it normally is by a couple weeks, so it might miss claw. So
0: Oh, that that would be neat. They are um going to be downtown again, uh, at the Westin, and they are already taking uh pre registration. Mm-hmm. And reservations okay. for rooms um, for uh, Claw twenty eighteen. Is there
1: a reduced cost for doing it this early, or because um, some cons I, have that if you yes, register really early, it's I, much reduced. I,
0: I do know that that the prices went up for Claw twenty sixteen on January first, okay. twenty sixteen. So I have a feeling as long as you register during 2017 Mm -hmm. for CLAW 2018, you will get a reduced price. Um, But I have not had a chance to look at uh,
1: the website. And sometimes they have even earlier deals. I know like ones I've gone to, if you register at the event before, like a whole year before, it could be really cheap because they want seed money for the the following year. Right, of course. Um that's why I was very happy this year. I, I sometimes forget if I've pre-registered. I'm like, okay, money's a little tighter. Uh go up there and it's like, okay, uh pre-registration line. It's like, are you pre-registered? I'm like, I hope so. But I don't know <laughs> because I always forget. And sure enough, there was my name badge. I'm like, thank you past me for being <laughs> insight foresightful enough to do this and then save me fifty bucks.
0: Cool. All right. Moving on. Detroit Bondage Club. Oh, no, first Friday. Uh,
1: oh, yes. Oh, geez. If We're, we're wow. going to keep to the chron- chronological. Oh, uh, uh, well, I mean, first Friday, yeah, yeah, there for, was not much uh, to it. No. Um, um, everyone was doing other things that night, pretty much. Yes. Because uh, Menjo's was having a pup contest, and that was the meet and greet night was Friday. Yes,
0: it was a Great Lakes pup, trainer, sir, and boy okay. contest.
1: And um, we knew a lot of our regulars were either competing or judging or just there. So, uh, yeah. yeah, that was the draw. So, first Friday was pretty much uh, three of us. And honestly, uh, at, for a while, it was just the one, just you. Yeah,
0: it was just me. and, and y- there You was early
1: after two hours because I was delayed. Yeah. Um, I met someone else who had shown up for it. And then I messaged you saying, oh, I just missed you. And then you came back. So,
0: you know. We, yeah, so we, we had something. a pleasant hour mm-hmm. together. And, yeah, I mean, the energy of the bar that night, there must have been some event going on in Old Town because there, there were... At eight, nine o'clock there was lots of straight couples in the gay bar. Mm-hmm. So yeah, something was going on in Old Town. I'm not sure what. So yeah,
1: yeah, I don't know of any events or that were happening. Yeah. Or it just might be that, you know, Old Town is, you know, there's a lot of restaurants and things do in Old Town, so it just might be that's the way it's going. And yeah. it was a
0: really nice day. So yeah. So first Friday, not so much. Uh DVC was more fun though. Yes. Um yeah, uh, early in the night, um, yeah, Slingbear, as usual, texted me and said he needed a massage because uh, his sciatica was acting up after driving to and from Cleveland. Um, so, yeah, gave him a nice deep tissue massage and, and of course, gave him a happy ending. Cause, hmm. cause of course you do that. And then um, there was this... And that's okay because yeah. you're not a professional
1: masseuse, so therefore... <laughs>
0: Right, no, I'm I'm not licensed. You, you I, don't mix, yeah.
1: Don't mix sex with massage when you're a professional, just because they're different things.
0: No, I no I I am or at least was a professional sex worker, so it it's all good. Two different two different line items. It's like yes. massage and sex. Yes, and there there was a cute cub mm-hmm. there that night. Um, I think you talked with him for a bit at the mm-hmm. beginning of the night, um, mm-hmm. and then. He spent some time on uh the rim seat and nice meaty dick on on him and yeah, just Do you ch- can always tell ch- when he's me. having a good time? Because oh yes. yeah. <laughs> I don't
1: I don't think he I ne- I don't think there's any point where he
0: doesn't have an erection. Um I I got his erection to go down. I made him come. I was going to say he <laughs> didn't stay down for long. <laughs>
1: 'Cause that poor boy, yes, he'll he'll be in underwear and just yeah, it's it's hard it, the
0: entire night. Yes. Except it, probably for those five minutes after he's come. And and yeah, I I I have a feeling that he will be purchasing and I need to purchase some uh, Fort Trough grunt oil. Okay. Um, which was the lube that we used on him and Okay. i uh yeah, Sling Bear has lots of packets of lube from all of the events that he's gone mm-hmm. to. And of all the ones I've tried, the fort, the, the fort trough lubes, both the grunt oil and, uh, their water based cum lube. Okay. Um, because the grunt are, are both real Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah. Grunt, grunt oil is, uh, silicone. And so is, Condom safe, but is not safe for most toys, and so for that you want the water based um, cum lube. Which, yeah, and both of them they last a long time. They stay nice and slick. And yeah, I need to, I need to buy some of that with my next check. Um, but there's yeah, I saw a lot of I saw um, some
1: e stem stuff happening. Yes, uh, someone got tied down to a table and had things attached to them and electricity sent through. Uh, there was. Uh, just, yeah, the, there, it wasn't as busy, I think, as, you know. No, because... It took a while for it to just yeah. pick up, but then a lot of stuff did happen.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, not nearly as busy because, yeah, again, a lot of the kinksters were at Menjo's oh, yeah. for the, the, con- the actual contest rather than the meet and greet on Friday. Um, I got myself back under the upstairs rim seat mm-hmm. and I was able to get to work much better. Um... That if I approach it effectively from the back, Mm -hmm. um, it is much, much, much more comfortable. I can slide in and out. And um, there was a a pillow there that ended up being just the right height. So I was able to um, eat ass without hurting my neck. Uh, It was just my jaw that got tired uh, from having that wide open. Um, Yeah, saw a couple of guys trading off rides in a leather straight jacket, mm-hmm. um, with a bit of additional bondage so you couldn't roll anywhere and use of uh, a Hitachi wand. Well, no, I don't think it was the Hitachi, but the same style. Yeah. Um, with one of the little jack sleeves on it. Yes. And... Uh, and yeah, it's funny
1: because uh, there was one person who showed up, it was his first time, and he didn't really participate. He just kind of watched. Um, I saw him as he was leaving, I'm like, oh, hope to see you again. And, you know, he was like, yeah, I think, you know, it sounded like, you know, he might have just been mm-hmm. being polite. But, um, you know, because he had actually brought a bag of stuff to do, but she never kind of got into. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if he was just, like, shy or just kind of maybe, you know, didn't see anyone who really floated his boat. Um, Because, yeah, he was, you know very attractive and, you know, alpha male looking kind of guy with a buzz cut. So, you know, I think everyone was like hopeful that he would like take off some clothes or participate, but he didn't, um, at least this time. Uh, but his thing was Easton. So he saw, you know, some being done but um, it's funny because when the Hitachi came out, he was all like, his eyes got wide, and he was like, oh, "Is that that being plugged in? It's like, is that electrical?" And I'm like, it vibrates, but it doesn't shock. He's like, and then you could just see someone's like, "Oh, oh. the disappointment <laughs> is like, oh, this thing doesn't shock you." Sadness. Oh, so it dear. sounds like he's really into Eastem because someone was asking, "Is like, what are you into?" He's Eastem and other stuff, but it's like he wasn't he, sharing. Yeah. He no, he he really wanted the Eastem. Um, so yeah. It was a good time. Yeah, yeah. we we stayed. I mean, I just, there was some we had some thoughts about maybe if we had energy levels when we left to hit up Menjos and just see because there were people there. I know there are people visiting who, you know, were in town for that event who yeah right. uh we used to see in Lansing and it would have been nice to see them, but Yeah you know, but yeah, when we left it was like, yeah, there's we have enough energy to get back to Lansing, but there's no energy to go to a bar mm-hmm. and no. interact with more people. Yeah,
0: especially because I, I had a feeling that Menjos would probably have like $10 or two drink cover. Mm-hmm. And oh uh, yeah, no, I I would not at midnight I would not have been able to handle two oh. drinks and still drive back to Lansing. You know, one more nice thing at Detroit Bondage Club, there was this muscle bear who was there and got naked and covered in salt and pepper fur, mm-hmm. n- nice lean, well not lean, but nice nicely muscled, muscled. Yeah, he was solid. Muscled and nice nips on him and I made eyes at him, and he did not return the eyes. And I'm like, well, you're still pleasant to look at, even if we don't get to do anything. And I I realize I'm not everybody's type, but hey, it's a target-rich environment. I'll play with the ones who do want to play with me. Okay. We are running uh, down on time, but I do want to... I guess that
1: this would be one that there's so much to talk about for the gossip section that... We wouldn't have much for a a, a expert section,
0: or but, but I, we have yeah, other stuff. We have other stuff. I do want to talk about and send shout outs, um, for two podcasts that I have discovered in the past week, and to be more specific, two queer podcasts. Mm. Um, first one is called Nancy, and it is produced by WNYC people students. do radio lab yes and um so
1: it's they, very polished very i mean it's very good sounding it's like they yes. they got equipment and
0: they they've got very good equipment they sound really good uh it the two hosts are one gay man and one lesbian and they are asian i I think they're both Chinese. I, I don't know. I, I don't
1: recall. No. I, 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 know I know they're Asian because it's lovely because in the introduction, like the two minute, like intro mini one, mm-hmm. they're talking about and they're just talking. And, um, you know, they're it's like it's radio. They, they don't sound like any specific race. You know, they, right. they sound white because why? Because when white people hear people talking and are speaking without any sort of accent, we assume white. Um, and, and that's on you. Yeah, that was great. They're like, oh, and by the way, we're both Asian. Yeah, that's on you. <laughs> it's like you bless their hearts. <laughs> yes.
0: Um yeah, the the woman, um, I do know that her family came from Taiwan. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know where uh Yeah, because the one I mean, on the I first know. episode, she talks to her
1: mom, he talks to his dad. And right. yeah, you can definitely tell that, you know, there's a difference of uh assimilation and, you know, both the mother's yes. still very you know, from from, from, from some of the else. old country yes um and uh but yeah it's it's interesting um
0: i've listened to about 3 maybe 4 of them um I, yeah i've listened to 4 um i'm interested to see where it goes they they are not happy feel good stories on here they, these are stories of real life and real life can be nasty and brutish mm-hmm. um but but it's not all, yeah. It's not all grim dark. It's yeah, it's no, just real life. It's like okay, we're going to talk about this, right? And yeah, so they they can occasionally slip into misery poker, but it, it's not too bad. I think the first yeah. one is the best example. Well, a exa- good example
1: where she's basically talking to her mom, and the mom just doesn't really accept her, you know, sexuality. I mean, she accepts her as a daughter and accepts that this is the choice she's made, but she's still hoping that she eventually least keeps her life, you know, mind open to at least you know keep men a possibility and you can tell the mom's not getting it at all. and just, or not comfortable with it and just is hoping yeah. that her daughter gets over this thing. And that's super uncomfortable. It's like mom and mom's like, "Oh, I love you and you know this," but but you can just tell mom's not happy with it and is just like putting, you know, is tolerating this, you know, yeah, uncomfortable thing. The dad on the other hand is just like I think more gay than the son. Yeah, that, that <laughs> He's, well, because that was the thing. It's like he's a doctor and he talked about, you know, he was a fan of queer for the straight guy. Yes. And there's that wonderful little story about having lunch with his son and the son's partner and the dad just like judging their fashion sense. <laughs> that was beautiful. Uh, yeah. I'm like, oh, because I'm like smirking at listening to this at work. My coworker's yeah. like something funny. And it's like, yes, very much funny. Too much to describe. Uh, it's just a fun pod. And so, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, like I said, there's
0: some joy in it, but there's also right. some like, or, oh. Or, and the the other joyful, really joyful story of a 12-year-old spotting a lesbian in the wild yes. for the first time. And understanding that, oh, this is what my future could look like.
1: Wow. And, yeah. that, and that lesbian, I want, I want to go to her shop. Oh, it doesn't—it doesn't doesn't exist
0: anymore. But no, yeah, but that—that general store. Oh, yeah, I'd—I'd want to go there and. and I know it's like, oh my god, yeah,
1: sounds sounds like such a neat store. I never go to Wisconsin. Also, you'd have to time travel to go there.
0: Anyways, but yeah,
1: so Nancy, um, interesting. Um, I I, I'm going to keep listening to it. Yes.
0: So on uh, iTunes or your favorite podcatcher, the best way to search for that is Nancy. Mm WNYC, because searching just Nancy, you're going to get way too many hits. On Um, mine, it was the first thing that came up, so it worked out for me. Uh, And another podcast that I want to uh, tell everybody about is called Bearded Fruit, a weekly half-hour podcast of politics and culture through an intersectional queer lens, fighting the good fight one episode at a time. I guess I I found out about this one
1: because I... (laughs) Found oh, no, out
0: you've been cheating on me and talking to other podcasts <laughs> behind my to back. to other podcasters behind your back. Um,
1: well, no, I mean, suddenly I'm like, you know, one of the you know uh, platforms. I suddenly get this message is like, oh, podcast Lansing Mike, and I'm like, yes, I am, and look at their profile, and they see they list their their uh, web, you know, their um, podcast in the profile. Yes, I'm like, oh, cool, and you know, it's like. I've been talking to your podcast partner, and it's like, oh, cool. So that was, it was a kind of fun thing to, you know, wake up to. It's like, oh, a message from a very, you know, woofy bear. It's like, yeah. Yes, they
0: they are both and quite And then woofy. so,
1: uh, it was, unfortunately, it was like the weekend, or, I I wasn't, I, mean, I don't have good internet at home, so I can't download podcasts on my phone, so I had to wait till I got to work, mm-hmm. and then listen to some of the, the episodes, and yeah, liked, uh, liked what I've heard so far. I've listened to at least about, you know, four or five of them, and... But there's a, yeah. a backlog, and I didn't really want to go to the beginning and
0: start working out. Yeah, no. I just
1: picked some that looked interesting to me. But I think eventually I'll have to like you know yeah. listen to them all. I mean, they're
0: on episode 220. So oh, is that
1: 220, or is yeah. that a seasonal thing? Like season two, number 20, or that? Um, Sometimes uh, I get confused with a n- number I, system. I,
0: I, I'm not sure, but okay. the, the the way it, even if it's seasonal, that means I I think. No, I think they, they've got quite a okay. few. Anyways, it's easy enough to figure yeah. out
1: because it's like, okay, you just look at the numbering system. Yeah,
0: you, you find number 201 and, and look for what's before okay. that. Cool. Um, but yeah, and I mean, one of the guys doing it is, uh, has recently had, recently, well this year, uh, had his first kink experience mm-hmm. of getting paddled and flogged. And um, so I am interested to see how that journey um continues and yeah good guys it is a it is a political podcast mm-hmm. it, it, it is politics and they were initially thinking that they would be done come election day okay um they thought you know when Clinton wins you're like no we've we're done we don't need to continue this and then um mm. yeah so Yes, look up bearded fruit in your podcatcher.
1: I do think the number system is the first is the season and then the rest. Because okay. it goes from 123 to 201. Okay. So I think there was like 23 episodes in the first season and then, uh, yeah, because I've seen some podcasts number that way or I'm used to it for TV shows. And so okay, it's like, cool. oh, God, it's like, oh, it's like, they're oh, great, just... but I don't want to have to go th- a backlog of 220. <laughs> no. So
0: this is not as much. Right. So, yeah. Uh, I do also want to mention uh, Bear With Me, because we talked about him before because he found us, um, was inspired by us to start casting on YouTube again. Yay! Yeah, so look for uh, Bear With Me on YouTube. And um, just a quick shout out to the other queer podcasts I listen to, uh, No Safe Word, sewers of Paris, Feral Attraction, and Linoleum Knife, which that one is movie reviews and has the the least um, sexual content uh, of all of them. That one is actually one that you can listen to in the car with parents, co-workers, or kids. Crafting! I can finally pay off on the bet and I have technically the bet
1: probably should have been had to be taking place uh, when one person won, <laughs> just, just to make it even worse for the person who's losing uh, how much they lost. Right. But
0: yeah, so for for Could those of you who who have not listened to our full archive, um, Lancy, Mike, and I had a bet that because we were both working on Doctor Who scarves, and the bet was stalling the, in them. Not yes, and, yeah, and
1: mine took too many seasons. Yes,
0: it took way too long, and the bet was. That the one who didn't finish first, they're going to have their picture taken wearing just the scarf. There will be a bit of creative positioning of the scarf. uh, And it will be on uh, the Tumblr. Because having that image right on the podcast, I Mm -hmm. think, would be a bit much. Mm -hmm. Uh, So my Tumblr is sir-arcane.tumblr.com. Um, and you will be able to see a picture of me there wearing my interpretation of the season 18, I think. Uh, the, sorry. the, uh. Tom Baker scarf at the, the end of his, uh. Yeah, the, the Tom time. Baker scarf at the end of his tenure. Um, and now I need to hunt down my, um, connected needles. Uh, because there's no way that I'm going to be able to squeeze 20 inches of knit onto foot long needles. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm going to need my connected ones. Um, I forget the exact name of it. They're not double ended. That's something else. Um, but so that I can do needles connected with a wire. Yeah. A a plastic, yeah. Mm -hmm. plastic wire. Um, so that I can do the uh, 20 by 28 cat pad oh. that uh, Capital Area Humane Society has requested. And I'm going to use up um, the Dalmatian uh, uh, yarn that I initially picked up to crochet. And I have nothing I've been doing in.
1: I, yeah, I'd have to figure others, I'm just, there's been lots of work and other things in life, so it's like, okay, crafting is definitely taken not just a backseat, but. Well, I did. I think it's s- in a trailer yeah. out the back of the vehicle.
0: I, I did see a pattern for a, a crocheted Mr. Meeseeks from mm-hmm. Rick and Morty. Okay. So, perhaps that could get you inspired to uh, start up again. Um, or, yeah, just. I think so I really have to hone
1: my crocheting skills before I do any kind of real, real project yet. But that's yeah. what I have to practice. I think I just need to practice more with the crocheting.
0: Well, I mean, the way I practiced when I started is my ex gave me some uh, cotton, mm-hmm. and he said, "Go make washcloths. Mm-hmm. We always need washcloths." And I'm mm-hmm. like, "Okay." So I made you know twelve by twelve inch by twelve inch washcloths, and kept doing it till I, I got where I need to be cuz you know they don't have to look good mm-hmm. <laughs> but so yeah get yourself and they've got you know the big things of cotton yarn at uh, your favorite hobby shop and they're great for practicing and or yeah we we still need to sit down and I need to teach you granny squares mm-hmm. and the the foundationless start and the magic circle and all that fun stuff we just need to make time for that and maybe one of these weekends when I'm not having wild, kinky sex. We can have some uh, perverted... And some z- weekend when I'm not working. Perverted <laughs> crochet. There are weekends when you don't work? No. <laughs> there are never weekends when I don't work. <laughs> Next thing coming up is the gathering that used to be called Number Six Dungeon. Mm-hmm. Um, and now it he calls it a party for preverts, perverts, and postverts. So um, I'll try and make it to that. Or maybe something else will come up and we'll have wild adventures that we'll be able to tell you about in two weeks and hopefully I'll have a I will have some project that I will have at least started on as far as knitting crochet crafting by next time and need to get you back into the swing of things uh, it's
1: sorry it has to take third fourth place to other things in life right now and I'm not giving up sleep or eating. And I have to work. <laughs> Sleep is overrated. Sleep is for the weak. That Red almost bull. could be a funny thing if I haven't. Be coming off of my second week of insomnia right now, Ugh. it's 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 hitting the it's it's getting to where it's affecting the mood severely. And I don't I have know. drugs to fall back on. <laughs> well, then on that note, we've run out of time again. <laughs> yes, let's end bleakly, just
0: like a Nancy episode. <laughs> Please send your questions, comments, show ideas, dirty pictures, or project photos to harryprone at gmail.com or tweet at us. We are at harryprone.com. Our theme music is Hotspot by Aux, used under the Creative Commons Attribution License. Thanks everyone for listening. We are your hosts, Sir Arcane. And Lancey Mike. Wishing you peace, love, and perversion. Good night. Night.